Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. In Hebrews chapter 10, the Spirit of God speaks through the Holy Scriptures. Verse 15, but the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. For after he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make for them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds I will write them. Then he adds, listen to this, because of this covenant in the blood of Jesus, therefore their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Do you know that God has cut a holy covenant with you through the blood of Jesus? He hasn't just covered your sins like He did in Old Testament days. He has remitted your sins. He has paid them in full and canceled the debt. I will remember your sins no more. Think about that, congregation. Think about those who are viewing today. God has provided a holy covenant in the blood of His Son. And in that covenant, benefit is that God has chosen to separate your sin from His view. He has forgiven you, released you from the debt of that sin. That's what Holy Communion is. It's saying thank you. It is saying thank you more than just saying thank you. It is saying thank you in a way that Jesus has asked for us to say thank you. Do I passionately, Jesus said, earnestly wanted to share this meal with you. When you receive that broken body and that shed blood, you are saying thank you in a holy and reverent way that God not only understands, He receives. And you are also applying that forgiveness that has been bought by the blood of Jesus on your behalf. The Word of God is very clear that in Christ, because of that covenant, God sees you holy and righteous and blameless and beloved given and accepted. Read Ephesians 1 sometime and ask the Spirit to open your heart to it. How does God see you in Christ? Forgiven. Forgiveness. But today I want to ask you a question. Have you really received that forgiveness? Have you really said, Father, what you did for me at the cross, how you saw me there, how you saw me when your son was was sent there for me. Thank you that through that blood I have been forgiven. The penalty of my sin has been paid in full. 
Have you received that forgiveness? You say, Pastor, I, it's just hard for me to forgive myself. That's where you have to start. You have to start with yourself. You see, it's not enough for forgiveness to be bought and paid for and available. You have to receive it as a gift of God's grace. Have you done that? Why don't you join me right now? Pray this right where you are. Loving Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive my forgiveness. I will stop holding myself hostage for sins that have been forgiven. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. I receive my forgiveness right now and say thank you in Jesus' name. What does God's Word say? He has removed your sin from you. He has forgotten your sin because of Christ and you have received that gift. You know, there are two things that will stop us from embracing that forgiveness and that is a refusal to receive that forgiveness for ourselves, and something else that will block us from really receiving that, connecting with what's already been paid for, is our unwillingness to forgive those who've sinned against us. You're not going to get through this life without being sinned against. Somebody's going to trespass on your ground. Somebody's going to disappoint you and hurt you. You can't live this life without it. But did you know that you will fail to really embrace the forgiveness of God if you refuse to give what you've received? You have to receive it before you can give it. But if you've done that by faith, you have to give it. Here's some pretty sobering passages. Pastor Jeremiah just read for us the Lord's Prayer that we quoted again last week, and that was... This is the prayer Jesus taught us to pray, and part of that in Matthew 16 was, forgive us our debts in the same way that we forgive those who are our debtors. Forgive us our sins and where we've stepped over the line, trespassed in the same way that we forgive those who've stepped over onto our ground and hurt us. In Jesus' mighty teaching on faith, he talks about how faith the size of a grain of mustard seed can remove mountains. And before he stopped preaching that sermon, he said, when you stand praying, do you have a standing in prayer? When you go before the throne and you receive your right standing because of Jesus Christ, not your own works, but when you have a stance in prayer, but when you're standing in prayer, here's what the word says in Mark 11:25. Forgive 
forgive anybody who has hurt you because if you don't forgive you can't connect with your forgiveness oh my I don't know about you I can't afford not to connect with my forgiveness I have to have it but if I am unwilling to release what I've been given I can't connect with that forgiveness Pastor, what is forgiveness? The word literally means to release. But understand this, that forgiveness is essential to obey the Lord and to embrace our own forgiveness. Here's what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's not some giddy feeling that you'll get if somehow you'll just choose to forgive somebody. It's not an immediate release of pain. Did you know that? You may experience a release of pain. You may not. That pain may be so intense that it won't go away right away. That doesn't mean you haven't forgiven. A forgiveness is an act of your will, a transaction between you and your Lord. And it doesn't have to have a feeling involved one way or the other. It is not a feeling. Forgiveness is not always a reset button. You know what the little reset button is that just makes everything back the way it was? Forgiveness is not always a reset button that wipes everything out and starts back where it left off. Forgiveness is not the approval of somebody's choices that have hurt you. You're not saying it's okay. That's not forgiveness. It's not okay. Jesus didn't say, I have forgiven you from all your sins, but it's okay. It's not okay. That's the reason forgiveness is so powerful. It's not okay. So forgiveness doesn't mean that if you forgive somebody, everything will be just the way it was. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's not a reset button. It is, it is not full restoration of fellowship. Because you see, full restoration of fellowship involves trust. Forgiveness is granted by faith. Trust is earned by track record so just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean okay all of a sudden now we're just going to go back the way it was not necessarily but just because you don't trust somebody doesn't mean you haven't forgiven them forgiveness and trust are not the same thing Forgiveness is essential. It is a, it is non-negotiable. Trust is earned. What I'm trying to tell you is this, you 
under a mandate by the Lord to forgive others the same way you've been forgiven. But he doesn't tell you that now you just got to go back to the way things have always been and trust them carte blanche. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's not a reset button. It's not. You see, forgiveness and restoration are not the same thing. Forgiveness is an instant decision. Restoration is a process. It takes some time. Forgiveness is not conditioned on being asked by the offender to forgive them. If you wait for somebody to see the error of their ways before you forgive them, you won't get there. And you will stay the victim. You will stay the victim. You see, it's not just for their benefit that you forgive somebody. It's for yours. You have to carry somebody you won't forgive. In your inner man, in your soul, you have to carry somebody you won't forgive. Why don't you release them to the Lord? He doesn't ask you to fix it. He asks you to release it. So forgiveness is not when somebody, waiting on somebody to ask you to forgiveness. It needs to be instant between you and the Lord. Forgiveness is not making somebody see the error of their ways. Do you know the only Holy Spirit can do that? If you insist before you forgive somebody on making them pay, holding them hostage until they can get it, that is not the forgiveness of the Lord He requires us to give. Can I ask you something? When you ask the Lord to forgive you, did he make you wait a while? Did he make you pay a price? Did he make you? No. Well, <clears throat> what is forgiveness? We know what it's not. What, it, what is it? It's a connection, first of all, with your own forgiveness. That's why I started there. Forgiveness is to connect with your own for, Listen. It's out of receiving your own forgiveness that you're able to release forgiveness for somebody else. If you don't walk in a forgiven state in your inner man, the chances of you forgiving are almost nil. When you get revelation that your Lord loved you enough when you were offending Him and you didn't have a heart for Him, you didn't have desires for Him, when you realize that your Lord actually prayed for you at the cross, Father, forgive them. They don't really understand what they're doing. Can't you pray that for somebody else? Can't you? Can't you pray, Father, they don't understand the depths of what they're doing. I ask for their forgiveness and by faith Lord right now because of the forgiveness you've given me I say in Jesus name Lord I forgive them they're in your hands forgiveness 
is a connection with your own forgiveness and it's primarily a decision that you make in faith. You receive your forgiveness by faith. You make the decision to forgive somebody else by faith, believing God's word, that he hears you, that's his desire. Philippians 4, 22 is, is a pretty amazing passage. It says that we are to forgive as we have been forgiven. To forgive as we have been forgiven. Dear Jesus, be kind to one another. Be tenderhearted. Don't let your heart get cold and hard. Forgive one another even as God in Christ forgave you. Has the Lord forgiven you? Forgive in the name of Jesus the way you... How many of your sins have been forgiven? Then what can you not forgive somebody for? And be true to your Lord. Sobering question, isn't it? We see again in the book of Colossians. Chapter 3, listen to this. Bear with one another and forgive one another. If anybody has a complaint against one another, forgive them even as Christ forgave you, so you must do. See, it's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable with Jesus. You want to walk in that forgiveness? You've got to be willing to give what you've received. Receive it and give it. Receive it. I've had some very difficult opportunities to walk in what I am teaching today. Tough. Tough. But what I found when I saw what the Lord required and then when I went to Jesus and I found out how he loved me and forgave me every one of my sins, I couldn't withhold forgiveness from those who hurt me. I had to go before the Lord in faith. I didn't feel a thing. I was still, there's still a lot of pain there. I had to go before the Lord and say, Lord, I see here in your word that, I, that there's no pass on this. In Jesus' name, right now, in the forgiveness you've given me, I hereby forgive and release, and I call their names to the Lord. And furthermore, Lord, I ask you to bless them, and I commit them into your hands. The Word of God says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. What does that mean? Steve, let go of it got to let go of it it doesn't mean that you you just swallow it and say okay everything's the same as it was no it means you have to take that person before the Lord and choose as an act of your will in faith on the Word of God Lord I forgive them in Jesus name well, pastor how often do I need to forgive that as often as it still confronts you 
you declare, I have forgiven them in Jesus' name. They are in God's hands. Forgiveness is, is a decision and it's a release into God's hands. You got to let go of trying to make them pay. You got to let go of trying to make them see it your way. You got to let go of your demands that they see things that you want them to see. You've got to go before Jesus and bring them before the throne of God where your forgiveness is and release them over to the Lord. He can do what you can't do. You can't change anybody. Release it to the Lord. When I say forgive others, for some of you it is immediate. There is somebody immediately on the forefront of your consciousness that you need to forgive. Would you go before the Lord and say, God, on the basis of the forgiveness I have in Jesus, I hereby forgive them before heaven. I release them over to you. I will not keep them in my jail anymore. I will not demand that they understand and see my view. I give them into your hands. Somebody, the Holy Spirit, now just go to prayer right now. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you, Lord, would you reveal to me who I have not forgiven? You know, the Holy Spirit may reveal to you somebody who's already gone on. They may have already passed from this life. It's never too late to do the right thing. Just tell the Lord in Jesus' name that you forgive them. Pray the prayer that Jesus prayed over us. Father, they don't know what they're doing. Forgive them. Pray for those that you have a covenant relationship with, perhaps a spouse, perhaps a parent, perhaps a child, grandchild. Would you take somebody before the throne right now and say, Jesus, you know that I'm still imprisoned. If the pain is through unforgiveness, ask the Lord. To grant you the grace to say, Lord, I forgive them right now and before heaven in Jesus' name. It may be somebody who's not in a covenant. It may be somebody in a, in a business relationship or a casual friendship. You may be surprised as I was how many the Lord began to bring to my mind that I needed to just go before the Lord and release. He'll give you the grace. In these moments, today I want to pray that during this time of communion, this will be our service. I can't. The Lord has overruled my message and given me this message today. But in this time of Holy Communion, I wonder as you come to receive, 
will you celebrate and give thanks for your forgiveness and will you do business with the Lord will you by faith release into the hands of the Lord forgive and bless those who hurt you would you ask the Lord for the grace to sustain you as you deal with the pain you ask the Lord for wisdom to see if there's any way where do you go from here don't rush into that some many many times the Lord won't require you to push the reset button he won't require you to try to restore things the way they used to be but he does require us to forgive As you receive Holy Communion today, as you come forward, as you go back to your seat, and as you receive it between you and the Lord, would you receive your forgiveness and would you grant forgiveness to those the Spirit reveals to you? Let's do it right now in this holy time. Father, we commit these elements to you from a common use to a holy use. Grant release today for all of those who hear and receive this message. Grant it, Lord. Set them free today in your spirit, Jesus' name. Amen. Just come. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary will never lose its power. Have you received your forgiveness today and granted it? Let's sing this song together. Let's all stand the blood that Jesus shed for me. Blood. Thank you. Thank you, O God, for the spirit of truth. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the cleansing of the blood of Christ. Thank you for the sprinkling on the mercy seat of heaven so that we can approach with boldness, Lord. Hear the heart cries of all of these today, God. Hear the cleansed heart cries of all of these today, O God. We thank you, Father, that through forgiveness received and released, that barriers to mighty miracles are removed, that mountains are cast into the sea of your ability. We thank you for it, O God, in the name of Jesus. We ask for mighty miracles, signs and wonders to take place in the lives of all of these who've claimed your mighty miracles, your promises by faith in Jesus' name. And all the people said, well, we look forward to seeing you again next week, our last Sunday before Thanksgiving. Whatever you do, don't skip over Thanksgiving. It's a holy time. We'll see you next week. Go with God. He's going with you. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.